Cobram Estate is the most awarded Australian extra virgin olive oil. Let it be the hero when entertaining family and friends. Cobram Estate extra virgin olive oil is fresh and full of flavour. Perfect for roasting, frying, baking, dressing salads and for dipping bread. Make your food taste even better with a little help from Cobram Estate. Premium quality, great tasting and a versatile healthy alternative. Buy in store at all major retailers. Alrighty, fam, checking in for a mini. Gee whiz, it's been um, it's been a hectic, hectic few weeks, I'll tell you that. How good. Um, firstly, hello to everyone. Miss you all so much. Love you all so much. Feels like I haven't spoke to you for ages, but we're back and we're getting slowly back into the routine of things. But yeah, just thought I'd jump on and give a bit of a recap of what's been happening um, lately, the last sort of three weeks. It's just been one of the craziest, weirdest times um, I reckon I've had from literally, you know, sort of a month ago, maybe six weeks ago, like just planning this trip to then end up being over here for, um, you know, over three weeks has been crazy, has been crazy. And I, I think if I, please, if I just get all too whiz, like cringe and, um, you know, wonder lust on you right now, please just tune out. But I'm in a, I'm in a weird place because I just love, uh, love life at the moment. <laughs> Fuck, I hate myself already. Um, but yeah, we finished up in Scotland. It was unbelievable. Um, such a such an incredible experience. Super super grateful for that. Still just can't believe like we got to experience what we did and going over there. I think for anyone who doesn't even you know like golf and that tuned in, I hope you enjoyed it because um, yeah, it was just a cool time. Really really interesting thing like going to the 150th Open, um, one of the coolest sporting events in the world, seeing an Australian win, and then you know being able to um go into that press conference and make a little split decision to ask a question to seeing it blow up like all over australia was just absolutely incredible and yeah it was just that i don't know just that men- mentality i think of being over here just being like fuck it just do it whatever it is just just have fun and just enjoy it and um just been riding that train sort of the whole time which has been which has been awesome so yeah the wrap-up was great like couldn't have been more great for the for um for the trip couldn't have been more grateful for for um for everything really just everyone tuning in and enjoying the content sending messages sending suggestions of, of everything but um that's been cool so yeah it was funny as well anyone who would have like been tuned into the minis you'd know that um it was jazz's 30th a few months ago so i actually decided well, we're going to go to new york at the end of the year so we're saving up for that and doing it and then when i was in um scotland in the end i was like fuck literally a day before i left i was like jazz like i seriously don't want to come home like i'm already over this side of the world like could you potentially get like another week or so off and just meet me um in europe and, and we'll do it so literally in 24 hours we found like this one last flight got her on and um yeah got her over here so i've just done the last week and had like her 30th and belated sort of honeymoon um over in greece which has been um just incredible like incredible place incredible um still just on a hive like being here just like what the hell you know Juz was at work a week ago but now we're here and i think it's crazy don't get me wrong i know that that shit is not possible it was just like right time right place and it was super super you know spontaneous and incredible but it was just um almost made it so much funner because we were just so like just in the moment and um and decided to do it so yeah i've been really enjoying the time here we went to um where we go went into santorini um, which was awesome, really beautiful place, definitely a, a couple's um, venue, some of the views and stuff there. I wouldn't be going there with a bunch of your mates. You, you wouldn't have too much fun. But, yeah, really, really cool, um, incredible views, some of like, the biggest, best views I've ever seen in my life and just some of the landscape there was incredible. Then we spent the last few days in Paros, 
non mistaken for Paris, which I thought um, we were going. Shows how much idea I had. But Paros in Greece is just like another little island, um, which would have to be my favourite. Been absolutely smashing the the um, the Suvalaki, over here, the Euros, um, Eurosses as well, which have been just absolutely sensational. Um, but yeah, Paris has been beautiful, just just incredible weather, um, beautiful people, and yeah, Greece has been great. We're actually in a little bit of a kerfuffle right now because we're flying home um, on Friday, which I'm looking forward to um, coming home on Friday night. But we've got like three days in the middle where we're just have no idea what to do and again we're just continuing to ride that wave we're in Mykonos at the moment I don't know if you can hear me I think I've got fucking Steve Aoki playing next door I can hear like all I can hear is boom 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 and at this stage of the trip I'm not really keen to jump in there and have too much of a party so trying to work out what we do we might um might shoot over to somewhere else I don't know everything's just so fucking close over here it's like a, a trip to Sydney and you're in another country which is just crazy if anyone who's done Europe it's just it's unbelievable you can literally go an hour for a hundred dollar you know flight and you're in another country um so we might actually go over to to hungary where juz is from her dad's actually there at the moment and grandma so we might actually go and visit them for the last two days and then fly out but um yeah we've just been been riding that wave and it's been awesome like being on in another time zone like i've actually been able to you know do a lot of work while i've been here too which has been cool like working on the laptop you know still locking in pods getting everything released getting everything done as best as we can and um, which has been really cool because I still like to stay on top of everything while I've been doing it. But besides that, um, I've been doing a lot of reading actually and reading something I've really struggled with. Like every year, every year I always say, you know, I want to get into reading this year, I want to get into reading this year, I want to get into reading this year. And until you actually just like right time, right place, things happen. And my golly gosh, I bought this book over first. So I bought this book over called um, Good to Great, which is a business book, you know, like, I reckon 15 or 16 guests that have had on the show have all recommended this book, Good to Great, which is great. It's by Jim Collins. Um, Really good book. It's about like leadership in business and how you take like a good business to a great business. But when they're talking about businesses, you can be, you know, metaphorically talking about just like anything and how to become, you know, just from coasting to becoming, you know, really good and sustainable and having good practices and and stuff like that, which has been sick. So I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm, I'm about halfway through that one, but... I must admit, I've actually picked up and stolen a book off Jazz, which she bought like two years ago and has never read. And I've seen it. The really weird thing about it, you guys know how fucking weird I am, but the really weird thing about this is I've seen this book at home that she's had for like a year and I've just always, it's just always been looking at me and not once I've ever thought to pick it up, but it's just literally been looking at me the whole time. And I, I'm a little bit, look, I, you know, I love talking to people about like how to get the best out of yourself, how to do it. But as, as soon as you say like self-help, it just automatically wants to turn you off. And I think this book, you know, it is, it definitely is a self-help book. It's, it'd be under that genre, but um, it's all just about like literally just getting the best out of yourself and wanting to know why you think the way you do, how you can become better in any way possible, or how you can actually recognize how far you've come as a person. Because um, when I read it, like it's very self-helpy, but it's also like there'll be parts where you go, fuck, I need to get better at that. Like I really, really need to improve that area and I will improve that area now that I know what to do and that it's actually a thing and how I can get better and how you can identify with it. But there's also parts of it where you like, you read it and you go, oh my God, you know, yeah, I have grown up a little bit in that way and I am getting a little bit better at that. And um, there, there are parts that I do struggle with, which I didn't even know was a thing before um, reading it. So it's been pretty mind-blowing to be honest, um, I don't want to be that guy because I've, I've literally recommended this book to like 17 people already and I've read four books in my life. So I can imagine there'd be another a lot of great books out there. But I, I think for me, it's just re, reaffirming that, 
you know, there is so much knowledge out there. You can never stop learning. And it took me to, you know, come over to the other side of the world where the time zones are different. And I can't be on my phone talking to everyone every day to, to um, you know, to tune in and actually read it and get stuck into it. But yeah, I'll give you a bit of a rundown of the book. It's called The Mountain Is You, um, Transforming Self-Sabotage into Self-Mastery. Um, so I'll read the back of it. It says, this is a book about self-sabotage, why we do it, when we do it, and how we stop doing it for good. Coexisting and conflicting needs create self-sabotaging behaviours. This is where we resist efforts to change, often until they feel completely futile. But by extracting crucial insight from our most damaging habits, building emotional intelligence by better understanding our brains and bodies, releasing past experience, and learning to act as our highest potential future selves, we can step away from our own way and into our potential which is really cool. So I'm just going to like, I literally was that fucking into this book that I bought a highlighter and started writing down, like highlighting the parts that I love the most. And I'll look, if you ever wanted me to do an extended version on this, I will, but I'll, I'll keep it short and sweet for you today. I might just read out like a couple of my favorite chapters. There was, and, and bits for me that, you know, I really, really enjoyed um, in the book. So there's this one part, number 25. I'm just steaming through right now. It says the path begins where you are right now. I think this is a big one. Like when I was, you know, I've been through um, this as well and I always think like, fuck, I'm going to do that tomorrow. I'm going to do this tomorrow. Um, And I'll just read out some like little bits. You know, this might not even make sense. You might have to read the whole book to understand it. But just bits that I've highlighted, I haven't even read through this again. It says, if you really want to change your life, let yourself be consumed with rage, not towards others, not towards the world, but within yourself. Get angry, determined, and allow yourself to develop a tunnel vision with one thing and one thing only at the end, that you will not go on as you are. And I think for me, you know, I nearly like cried when I read that because I think when I left, uh, you know, like so many experiences in this, but when I left like Carlton, I think there were so many times before that I was like this young bloke and I was like, I'm going to do this better, I'm going to do this better, I'm going to do this better. And then until that moment, you know, one of those moments hit me where I was like, I was actually fucking furious at myself. I was just like, you absolute idiot. Like, I'm so angry that you just didn't, um, you know, you didn't change and you didn't, you know, take on all that advice and you didn't do it. And it was that part for me straight away just stuck out. And I was like, fuck, yeah, like you have to get enraged within your, like in a healthy way, obviously, like get angry with yourself and go like, no, like enough's enough. Like I have to have to do this. And, and that was really a good part for me that I really enjoyed out of the book again like i'm reading just like tiny little snippets out that this goes into a lot more depth um in the book uh but that was one part i really liked that resonated with me um what's the next part here page 38 um this is really cool so one thing again if you listen to the show a lot you'd know that i'm trying to get better at is like emotional emotional intelligence which this book is a lot about a lot and you know, being an emotional person, you know, when situations arise, I can quickly jump to conclusions and, you know, get into it and and really, you know, work it through it and overthink it and be like that 24-hour rule, which I'm trying to implement, like not make any decisions, you know, within 24 hours because, you know, it's on emotion, it's not on logic and some really cool things here. So it talks about, you know, emotional intelligence and you know, all that sort of stuff. And it says how to revolve, uh, resolve this. Healthy emotional intelligence processing looks different for everyone, but generally involves these steps. Get clear on what happened. So it's like writing down what exactly happened. Validate your feelings. So think about how you feel, what emotions are going through your body, and then determine a course of correction. Like that is so fucking obvious. Um, But until you like read it and it just hits you again, um, hopefully this is relevant for someone, but that was a really good chapter. Um, A couple more, but there was this other one, page 53. 
about being busy. This one I really liked. I do this. I'm so guilty of this. Um, and it's, you know, when we tell, tell ourselves we're busy, we keep, you know, like we're telling our body we're busy, we're run down with this, and then that ultimately that happens. Um, so this segment was on being busy. It says, another very common way that people sabotage themselves is by distracting themselves to the point of being completely phased out of their lives. People who are consistently busy are running from themselves. Nobody is busy unless they want to be busy, and you'll know that because so many people with extremely hectic schedules would never describe themselves that way. This is because being busy is not a virtue. It only signals to others that you don't know how to manage your time or your tasks. Being busy communicates importance if it makes you seem a little untouchable to others. It also overwhelms the body so much that it can only focus on the tasks at hand. Being busy is the ultimate way to distract ourselves from what's really wrong. So then it goes through a way of like how to really you know, manage this and, and get everything better. But that was probably one where, you know, I read that one and I was like, fuck, you know, I have gotten so much better at this too. Like as much as it's something I do, I have got so much better at it. Like my diary, I keep things on um, task. Like I've got everything, absolutely everything logged into it. I prioritize the things that I need to do. And one thing for me that I'm trying to get better at, which you would have, um, you know, if you listen to Sam, um, Samantha Gash's podcast, by the way, which was one of my favorites ever, I need to do an episode on that. We spoke a lot about, you know, saying yes to things and, and saying yes is a really, really good mindset to have when you're going through it. But once you've sort of worked out where you want to go and what your goals are, you've actually got to learn to say no. So a part of that being busy thing for me is like the reason I'm so busy is because I, I continue to say yes to things that I don't want to do and I know that I can't fit in. But um, yeah, trying to get better at saying no to things that don't, you know, align with where I'm going, which is um, cool. Definitely needed to hear that one tune out guys i'm sorry if i'm boring you by this but i just love this book and then this was a really cool one as well it's called the fear of failing this one um, i'm super passionate about this and this is something that i feel like to give i hope uh, to, to give myself a little bit of credit i feel like i've grown a lot in this way and just like from now on just try and not really give a fuck what happens um because i know that by failing you become better but anyway um fear of failing so it just says what have i got here how do i raise this um There is a difference between uh, failing because you are trying something new and daring and failing because you are not showing up, doing the work or being responsible for your actions. These are two very different experiences and should be separated in your mind. As scary as it might be to not not be great at something initially or perhaps even experience a loss, it is even worse to fail by virtue of never trying and always playing small. Failure is inevitable, but when you have to make sure it's happening for the right reasons. When we fail out of negligence, we take a step back. When we fail out of, uh, when we fail because we are attempting new feats, we take one step closer to what will work. So cool, um, really, really cool. Really love that. Look, again, there's so many parts of this book that I've really enjoyed. Another one's called Downplaying, which is great. There's chapters on resentment. Um, there's chapters on like you know guilt of succeeding. There's chapters on everything. Like to be honest, like the guilt of succeeding as I. I please don't i can't even express it because it was hard but like you know i was going through thoughts where i was in europe doing these um thing in uh uh, in scotland just having the biggest imposter syndrome going like what the fuck am i actually doing here like i have no right to be here this is embarrassing everyone's gonna hate me you know i felt guilty i was like people should be way more here before me like this is just absolutely ridiculous i shouldn't be doing this you know all these thoughts are going through my head um which you know, when I read that book, I was like, oh my God, you know, I've got to 
be able to sort of manage these things a bit better. Um, you know, I thought that everyone, all you guys were going to hate me because I was in Europe, which is just, you know, some people might hate me because I'm in Europe, but um, I don't know. I know a lot of you, you know, you'd just be happy for me and, and that's how it is. But anyway, that's how stupid our brains are sometimes. Know that, you know, we all go through um, bibs and bobs like that. But yeah, this book's been sick to understand it. Um, I hope that, you know, this makes a little bit of sense. And, um, you know, if, you, if you're in that space where you want to learn a little bit more about yourself, I couldn't recommend that more. It has been super, super interesting for me. Um, and yeah, I'm going to continue to, to finish it off because I haven't even got through the whole thing yet. But I've, I've got a couple chapters to go, which has been awesome. Anyway, um, hope you've, you know, enjoyed that. Let me know. Like, I'd love your feedback if you enjoyed that sort of stuff because, yeah, you know, we could do, you know, from this, my goal is to be reading a few more books and, and learning a bit more about myself and, um, in that way, you know, I think we do it through podcasting, but if I can do it through another um, avenue as well, it's just always, always cool to, to be able to do that and just escape and it's good mindfulness, it's good everything. So I've really enjoyed it. Um, I hope you've enjoyed the content over the break. Can't wait to get back home and get back into a routine, get back in the studio, creating content. Got some awesome pods, um, you know, released in the next couple of weeks. Um, we interviewed a guy named Jaden Comerford, who is the CEO of Unified Music, who is, um, you know, started a music company, you know, uh, managers like Vance Joy and Violent Soho, Tash Sultana, um, unbelievable story. Also a guy named Bo Miles, who is uh, one of Australia's best, you know, filmmakers. He has an incredible YouTube page where he creates some of the coolest videos um, ever. He creates like these films, really random films on, you know, going to work and very mundane activities, but he makes them super, super exciting, which was super insightful. He's like a professional um, filmmaker, but also just a real quirky character, absolute unreal dude. Um, and yeah, got a heap of other really cool ones locked in to record as well. So I hope you enjoyed it, guys. Miss you all so much. Hope you enjoy that book as well. And um, a quick note before I go, just on Sam Gash episode, how incredible was she? If you haven't listened to that, generally, generally, genuinely, um, I say this way too often, but just one of my favorite chats I've had. She was just incredible, just this absolute just mecca of energy and um, positiveness and just wisdom and I was just sitting there going, fuck me, like how good is this um, to be able to sit down and, and do that and, and listen to her speak and do her thing. She was uh, she was incredible. So I could not thank her enough for her time. Could not thank you all enough for listening. Illy XX. And, um, yeah, see you all soon, fam. Cheers, Illy. Thanks for listening to another Producey podcast. If you enjoyed the show, that would be a massive help if you could like, follow, rate, subscribe, tap the bell, leave a review, or even share with one of your friends, or you could do them all. If you want to get in touch to share feedback, suggest a guest, or advertise with one of our podcasts, then email hello at producer.com. Thanks for tuning in. Illy XX.